Hey, it's Pastor Mike. Welcome to the podcast where I'm joined on a weekly basis by a guest who helps me dive deeper into last week's Sunday message. We break it into seven-minute segments and toss it out to you thrice weekly. I hope you enjoy it. We call it ReChurch. All right. About ready to go? Okay. We're just nodding. All right, here we are. Um, thanks for joining us. I'm with uh, Pastor Justin this morning who gave the message last week. I hope you heard it by now, but if you haven't, you can catch it on YouTube. Yeah, so I just listened to it. Uh, I thought it was really good. Spot on subject, very clear, yeah. great illustrations. Did you feel good about it? I did. Yeah? I did. Yeah, yeah I, was, uh, I was excited about where Chapter 15 was naturally taking us, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I'm a big fan of that topic, so... Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. What, so that topic, how do you summarize Yeah, the topic of uh, unity in the body mm-hmm. and um, the call uh, to the church to be unified. And yeah. So what did you think? I, well, here's what stood out to me. What stood out to you? Um, that the Christian life is being immersed in the scriptures yeah. and then improvising. Yeah. It's, it's just not always that clear how to live it out, but to immerse yourself— yeah. in the spirit mm-hmm. Christ. And I thought that was essentially what you were saying when you mm-hmm. said to be impressed. Yeah. Like a couch sitting right. on a carpet that, that you walk away that carpet walks away with an impression from having been with the couch and I thought I we could just add that. So you immerse yourself in scripture, in prayer, mm-hmm. in the gospel mm-hmm. and you are impressed yeah. upon by it in such a way that you're different, you're changed yeah. when you leave. So, I I thought, I thought that was really cool to think about. It's also very convicting. Yeah. Uh, if you walk away and you're not changed, or yeah. Um, sometimes we are just really committed to ourselves, mm-hmm. which you also brought up the the the. the well, Paul did first. Yeah, good job. <laughs> the 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 hindrance to unity is self. Ego, yeah. um, hanging on to who I am. Yeah, you know what's important about me. Um, I was clicking through some articles preparing for a time, and I saw one header that said, uh, "Humility is the key to unity." I think, yeah. yeah, that's it. If you can't let yourself go, you got no chance. Yep, no chance. Yeah, that's exactly right. I, I can't even think of uh, within the last year and a half there was a big. Uh, meeting of pastors and ministry, uh, parachurch leaders and marketplace leaders, and they all got together in one room and said, "Okay, what's the what's the issue? Why aren't we working together?" And the number one answer was, "I'll oh, be because we're selfish." Yeah, we're selfish. <laughs> we don't make time for each other. Yeah. The second one, which is hard, is probably theology mm-hmm. and doctrine, right. which is ironic. Yes. But it does. It divides. Yep. I was working with a guy that was trying to create an ecumenical space. Mm-hmm. And as part of that process, he was doing sort of the original documents and like, this is our, our manifesto. And so he thought, well, I got to create, you know, a statement of faith right. that we can all buy into. Right. It, it, it took a year right. <laughs> and it still wasn't good enough because, you, you, you know, every, as, soon, as soon as you say this is a theological 
essential. Mm -hmm. Someone's like, well, it's not essential for us. So uh, it's just, and so it's all theological in those cases, you know, doctrines and things like that. And so we end up unifying around theology, Mm -hmm. which, I mean, it's better than a lot of things to unify around, but it does make it hard to connect. All right. So anyway. So we're in Romans 15. Right. Verse 14. Flipping if you to think it of, now. Flip through it now. Uh, if you think about the, the context of the, the letter that Paul has written, and right. Paul brings it uh, in this letter. And then we get to verse 14. He says, I myself am convinced, my brothers, that you yourselves are full of goodness, complete in knowledge, and competent to instruct one another. So you're saying, why so much correction? Why so much heat? Yeah. If they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, if I were them, I'd be like, man. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Why well, the we big really got to remember this stuff. And he's like, oh, no, you're good. <laughs> yeah. What do you th- like? How do you, do you can you resolve it at all? Like, I think it I think it has maybe something to do with the fact that he didn't plant that church. Yeah. Or those churches. He's right. not been there, ever been to Rome before. Right. And so he's hearing the goodness of how those churches are doing, Mm -hmm. but he can't help himself. Mm -hmm. He's got to make sure they've got right theology, Mm -hmm. that they are uh, actually striving towards unity, that they're keeping the gospel centric. Yeah. Uh, And he's like, what, from what I hear, you guys are doing great. Yeah. But But, just in case, yeah. Want to make sure that you know how to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, if I said it slightly differently, I would probably say he's writing to two groups of people. The mm-hmm. first are the dividers and the mm-hmm. second are the unifiers. And like there's people that are still hung up on themselves like we were talking about. Mm-hmm. They are still not understanding the inclusive nature of the gospel. Yeah. And there's a group of people who do. Mm-hmm. He's worried that they're going to fall prey to the false yeah. narratives. And he's like, you have it. Mm-hmm. You have yeah. it. But watch out for all of this stuff. Yeah. And he does, like you said, he does have to repeat the gospel a lot of different ways because it is great for the Gentiles, but the Jews are just, they just don't, cannot figure out how you could possibly be part of God's family and not be Jewish. Yeah. Which, along with Jewishness, comes all those rules. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what's going on there. Yep. And, And it's one of those things that, man, I hope they didn't miss that sentence. Because yeah. isn't it so great to have the confidence of, of a leader to go, no, but you're doing it. You're doing it. You got this. Yeah. You can do it. Yeah. It's so good. I keep putting myself back in that in that culture, in that era, in that time frame where it was very difficult to get personal kudos of any mm-hmm. sort. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, your sphere of influence was small. Mm-hmm. Your exposure to leadership yeah. was very limited. So... Getting a letter from someone like that the and hearing Apostle that Paul. would be yeah. like would be once in a lifetime. Mm-hmm. You know, when I say you know I'm just discouraged today, I would think people from the first century <laughs> would be like, "You're getting encouragement <laughs> on an hourly basis." <laughs> I can tell you the three times I was encouraged in my whole 